Welcome to Starkville Church of God. This is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you, strengthens you, and fills you with God's love so you can share with others. Enjoy the message. I want to share with you all, um, how many know that God is still in the miracle working business? He still has miraculous power that goes beyond any of our imaginations. Uh, if you can think it, God can do it. Come on. I said, if you can think it, God can do it. For the Bible tells us that we know that he's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we ask or think. Amen. And so if we can think it, he can do it, and he can do even far above what we can think. Amen. And so God is a kind of God that he will blow your mind if you let him. He will blow your mind if you allow him the opportunity. And I just want to speak a word into the house tonight um, and just share with you what God gave to me. Uh, You can find us in the book of uh, John. The book of John. John chapter 5. And while we've been clapping for everybody else, clap for yourself. Give yourself a hand for just being here tonight. Amen. Thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all for showing up. Hallelujah. John chapter 5. It says in verse 1. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there in Jerusalem by the Sheep Gate was a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time, somebody shout time, into the pool and stirred it. He stirred the waters, and then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had, been, who had had an infirmity for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made whole? And verse 7 says, the sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I'm coming, another steps in before me. Jesus said to him, verse 8, he said, Rise, take up your bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made well. He took up his bed. And he walked. I want to talk to us tonight from the topic, It's Your Time. Somebody shout, It's Your Time. It's Your Time. Look at somebody and tell them, It's Your Time. Amen. It's Your Time. And now, y'all can be seated. I know that oftentimes we receive messages 
uh, similar to this. We, we've heard this uh, time and time again, spoken over our lives. Uh, we've heard it uh, preached. We've heard it prophesied. We heard it uh, over and over again to the point to where sometime after hearing it, we're like, God, okay, I've heard that before. What do you have for me now? Uh, God, I heard you say that before, and I still didn't see anything differently. Uh, so, God, how do I know and how can I believe that this time is going to be different? Well, I just believe that those times that you heard uh, that message preached over your life, those times that you received that prophetic word uh, declared over you, I believe that it was a declaration of you getting ready to go into your time. But tonight, I want to let you know that you have stepped into your time. Somebody shout, it's my time. You have stepped into your time. And I just want to uh, just, just deliver a word and deliver a message of encouragement to the body tonight uh, to just give you uh, uh, that, that, that extra boost of faith to know that where I am now is purposed and ordained by God. Where I am now in my life, I'm not here um, just because uh, uh, it's, it's Wednesday night. I'm not here just because this is where God have me in Starkville, Mississippi. But I'm here on purpose. I'm here on assignment. And whatever God is doing in my life now, he's doing it purposely. Amen? He's doing it purposely. And, and, and the reason I know that is because I've stepped into my time. The Bible tells us here in the book of John, uh, chapter 5, it, it speaks about uh, a place there in Jerusalem where sick people, uh, lame people, um, uh, paralyzed people, people who've had some kind of uh, disease or some kind of infirmity, it spoke about these people that were laying, uh, the Bible called it, at this place called Bethesda. And if you do some research on that word Bethesda, Bethesda means the house of the outpouring. Somebody shout the outpouring. The house of the outpouring. If you don't get nowhere else in God in this season and in this time, you ought to make sure that you're in a place where you can get the outpouring of God's Holy Spirit. You ought to make sure that you're associating with people who's able to pour something into you and keep yourself in a place where I can be refreshed by the outpouring of God and His Spirit. And they were in this place called the house of the outpouring, and they was waiting on the movement of God. They was waiting on the stirring of the water. The Bible said that an angel at a certain time, somebody shout time, at a certain time the angel would come down and he would step down and begin to stir the waters there at the pool of Bethesda. And we see that here at this time there was uh, a man there that the Bible said he had been in the condition he was in, a paralyzed state for 38 years. We don't know uh, by the story if he was born that way or if he became that way. All we know is that for 38 years he was that way. Amen. And so for 38 years, he was there 
in that place. He was there in that space, and he was waiting on the stirring of the water. He was waiting, and the Bible said when Jesus came to ask him, uh, do you want to be made well? His response was this, yes, I do, but I don't have nobody to put me in the pool because every time the pool began to get stirred, every time the angel come down and stir the waters, somebody will beat me to the pool because I'm lame. I, I'm paralyzed. I'm not able to do it on my own strength. I'm not able to do it within my own power and in my own might, so I need help. I need somebody to push me or take me and carry me to the water. But he said there was no one that was able to take me there. And every time, somebody would beat me there because the first to step in the water was made whole. But look at somebody and say, it's my time. Oh, uh, y'all quiet in here. I said, say, tell somebody, it's my time. Uh, so watch this. As I was thinking about this, I, 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 I began to look at how God is with time. Uh, God, he is, he, he puts such a emphasis on time. Uh, everything is about time, and God doesn't do anything by happen chance. He doesn't do it by happenstance. He, he doesn't do it by chance. He does it purposefully. Amen? He does it purposefully. He does it when, when he gets ready. That's why I, growing up, I heard the old saints say, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. He may not show up when you call him. He may not do it right when you desire him to, but when he do it, he do it in his time and he do it on time. And so, watch this, God is a God of time. If we take a look at it and go back to the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, we see where God, he created the sun, and he created the moon, and he created the stars, and he said, I'm putting these in the sky, and I'm putting these up here for you all to be able to see, and he said, these are going to be for signs and for the time. All right? He said, these are going to be what you look at to know what time it is. That's why we can look at, uh, at the sun and recognize when it's becoming nighttime. We can recognize when uh, it's daytime. We can recognize that the moon comes out at night and, and, and it shines bright in the nighttime. The sun shines in the daytime. And we, we know that uh, when we go around the, the Earth's axis, uh, we go around it in a 24-hour time span. And, and, and the, the Earth revolves around the moon uh, uh, in about 28, 29, 30, 31 days. That's why we have months. And then the sun, the, the earth revolves around the sun uh, 365 days. That's why we have a year. Amen. And so he said, I'm placing these in the sky so that it'll be a sign for you to know the time. Somebody shout the time. And so we, we have to be able to recognize that God moves when he wants to move. He moves and do things when he desires to do it. Sometimes we sit there and wonder, God, I heard you say that you're going to do this for me, but I see no signs that you're moving. God said, you don't have to see any signs. Just know that if I said it, I'm going to do it. I need some help in here tonight. Come on, somebody lift those hands. If you, if you know that if God said what he said to you, that he's going to to do it. You ought to be a witness in here to know that I, I, I've had the promise of the, of the Lord. I've heard the promises of the Lord. And one thing that I know, one thing is for sure that Numbers tells us that God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If God said it, he's going to do it. And so I don't have to be concerned about the time. All I need to know is that he said it. Ooh, 
<laughs> I ain't got no church in here. I said, I, I said, I just need to know that God, if you said it, I'm going to stand on your word and believe what you said. And all I can do then is wait until it's my time. Yeah, so, so watch this, watch this, watch this. Uh, Jesus, he spoke to his disciples about time. He said, listen, I'm going away, he said, but there's going to be a time where I'm going to return. And he said, you're going to see signs and you're going to see uh, things begin to happen in the earth to let you know that my time is coming. He said, you're going to see earthquakes in diverse places. He said, you're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. He said, you're going to see nations rising up against nations. He said that you're going to see men become lovers of themselves. He said, you're going to see mothers fighting against daughters, sons, fi uh, sons fighting against their fathers. You're going to see all of these different signs to let you know what time it is. And how many know we're living in a time where we can look around and see that Jesus is definitely on his way back? Uh, all you got to do is take a look around. All you got to do is take a look around. You look around, you can see all the things that's going on in the world today, all the stuff we see on Facebook, all the stuff we hear on the news, all the stuff that's going around the world. We know the signs of the time. Somebody shout, time. Watch this. Time is so important to God that he began to speak even to uh, 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 Solomon. And Solomon began to write about time in uh, uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And he said that for everything, there's a time and a season. And he said, you have to understand that there's a time to be born and there's a time to die. There's a time to plant and there's a time to pl pluck up that which has been planted. He said there's a time for war and there's a time for peace. And he went on and on and on and on, letting us know that there is a specific timeline for all things under the sun. And what we have to know is that when I'm going, when I'm not in my time and, and things start to look like they're not going well, they're not going right, and, and I'm wondering, God, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why am I frustrated? Why am I aggravated? Why am I always agitated? God, why am I always suffering? Why am I always going through pain and adversity? God said, because my time for you to see victory, my time for you to come out, my time for you to be on the mountaintop, has not come for you yet, but I want you to know that it's here. Come on, come on. You've been in the valley for a long time, but God said it's time to come out of the valley. He said, I'm getting ready to place you on the mountaintop. He said, it's time for you to come out of the time of sadness, and you're about to experience the joy of the Lord again. He said, it's a time for you to come out of that, that, that season of turmoil, that season of war. And he said, I'm getting ready to place you in a season of peace. Somebody shout, my time is here. My time is here, my time is here, my time is here. So watch this. This is what happened in the text, and I'm finna let y'all go. This is what happened in the text. Jesus, when he approached uh, the, the, the man who was at the pool, he asked him, are you want to be whole? He said, I ain't got nobody to put me in the water. Jesus was like, I could just imagine in my mind. Jesus was like, I know that. I didn't ask you that. That's not what I asked you. He, he, said, he said, do you want to be whole? Do you want to be well? 
do you want what I have for you? And, and I could just imagine just like uh, when Jesus was at the, at the well and the, wa- the woman came to the well and, and they was, she was drawing her water and she began to talk to Jesus. And Jesus was like, woman, if you knew who you was talking to, <laughs> if you knew who you was talking to, you would be asking me for a drink. And I could just imagine that here, that, that was in chapter 4, I can just imagine that here in chapter 5, he was like, watch this, uh, man, at the pool, you, you, you must not realize who you're talking to. Because if you realize who you was talking to, you wouldn't be telling me about what other folks ain't doing for you. Uh, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know, we'll get in our prayer closet and we'll go to talking about what everybody else and what they're not doing for us. And we'll go to talking to God and trying to have a pity party amongst ourselves in our prayer time. And God is like, I don't want to hear all that because I know all of that. I know how they feel about you. I know how they're treating you. I know what they're saying about you. That's not what I need you to be spending this time talking to me about. God said, if you knew who you was talking to, you will recognize that I got the power to heal, I got the power to save, I got the power to rescue, I got the power to turn your situation around, and so you wouldn't be coming to me complaining about folks, but you'll be coming to me asking me to do what you need done in your life. So, 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 so Jesus, he asked him, do you want to be well? And he gave him this whole sad story about uh, nobody picking him up and putting him in the pool. And Jesus was like, listen, man, I ain't asking you all that. But listen, this is what I want you to do. Number one, he told him, he said, get up. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, get up. We've been... We've been down too long. The people of God, we've been down too long. It seems like sometimes the world has it better than the church. Am I, am I by myself thinking like that? It seems like sometimes the, the people that, that don't care about God, that ain't trying to live for God, it seems like they got it better off than what we have. But how many know that one of these days, I don't care what it look like right now, but one of these days, we're going to get our reward if we just continue to hold on. So, so, so God told him, he said, he said, listen, get up. He said, get up. And I could just imagine, again, that that man, when he heard God say that, when he heard Jesus say that, he was like, you want me to get up? And I have not stood on my feet in 38 years. But you want me to get up? Now, how many in the room, because I'm, I'm a little older now, Pastor Dennis, I'm a little older now, and, 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 and when you get old, sometimes your knees start acting up. When you get old, sometimes, you know, your back starts you feeling funny sometimes, especially when you lay down for a long time, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you know you're older than me now. <laughs> And, 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 and so, so some, sometimes when we lay down for a long time and we get up and we start trying to move around, these old bones don't want to act right. But, but think about that's just for a few hours that we have laid down. Think about this man who had laid down for 38 years, and then Jesus come by talking about get up. 
come by talking about get up. And, and, and I could just imagine that, that when he began to stand up, when he began to rise up, he recognized that his legs had, to, had enough strength for him to stay up when he got up. I ain't got no talkers in here. He, he, his legs had enough strength to stay up when he got up. His legs had enough strength to be able to stand on their own. And, and that's the kind of strength that we get when we begin to be obedient to the voice of God, when we begin to be obedient to what he's telling us. Sometimes what he tell us don't sound good. Sometimes what he tell us don't feel good. Sometimes what he tell us, we don't even see how it's going to happen. But if you just be obedient, Come on, look at somebody and say obedience is better than sacrifice. If you just be obedient, then you'll recognize that God will give strength to where you didn't think there was strength. I said God will give strength to places that you did not recognize that there was strength there. I just have to be obedient. So he, he said, get up, and the man got up. The second thing that he told him, he said, now take up your bed. Uh, okay. I got enough strength to get up. You proved that. Proved me wrong on that. Now you're telling me to pick my bed up. You're really testing me. He, he, he said, pick your bed up. He said, take up your bed. Watch this. I said, God, why did you tell the man to take up his bed, knowing that he was barely strong enough to stand on his own? Why did you tell him to pick up his bed? This is why, because God knew uh, that, that, that this man, he knew that if he stood up and did not take up his bed, then when he got ready to lay down, he'll lay back down in the same spot. He, he, he knew that if you did not pick up from this place that, 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 that had you held in bondage for over 38 years, the place that you call home, the place that was normal to you, the place that you was accustomed to, the place that you begin to love, the place God is trying to tell some people in this room that your time has come for you to pick up that place because I'm getting ready to move you into your destiny. He said, I'm getting ready to move you into your time. I'm getting ready to move you into the place that I called you to. But you can't go there if you're going to always come back here. And so he told him, he said, I'm about to send you on a journey, but I don't want you coming back here. I ain't got no help. Uh, he said, I'm about to send you somewhere, but I don't want you coming back here. God is saying, this next place that I'm getting ready to send you, this next place I'm getting ready to take you, I want you to understand that this is not your destiny, and I don't want you to come back to this place. Somebody been in a place of bondage. Somebody been in a place of depression. Somebody been in a place of sadness. Somebody been in a place of defeat. Somebody been in a place of wondering, God, when you going to show up? And God said, Said, you have made that place your home, but that's no longer your home because I'm telling you to pick up your bed and you're getting ready to move. Pick up your bed because you're getting ready to go somewhere. Pick up your bed because I'm sending you on a journey. Somebody lift your hands and say, God, yes. So, 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 so he told him, he said, he said, get up. Then he told him, pick up your bed. And then, when he told him, pick up his bed, he had one more command. He said, walk. 
God, this is something I've never done. God, this is something that I've never tried before. God, this is something that has always been impossible to me. God, this is something that, that, that I, don't, I don't even think that I have the ability to do. And I just sense that God is speaking to the hearts of some people in this room tonight that's telling you it's not too late to do something that you never done. God is trying to tell somebody, it's not too late to do something that you've never done before. If God is telling you that your time to open that business is now, then you stop being afraid, and then you do what the Lord told you to do. God, well, I, I, I never tried that. God, I never thought about that. God, I, I've always wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know the right people to call on. I didn't know the right steps to take. Well, God is saying, listen, I know you never tried it before, but I placed a multi-million dollar business on the inside of you and it's time for you to get up from your place or do nothing and start doing something for me. God said I need you to get up from where you are. I need you to get up out of that place of, of, of nothing. I need you to get up out of that place of Lodabar. He said because I'm getting ready to send you to the king's table. I need somebody to talk to me in the room. He said I'm getting ready to set you in a place. I'm getting ready to thrust you into a place. I'm getting ready to send you around some people who's going to pick you up out of that muck. I'm going to pick you up out of the mire. going to pick you up out of that rut. He said, I'm sending you around some people who's going to teach you what to do, how to do. He said, I'm getting you ready to send you amongst the people that's going to help change your life forever. And God said, I can't, I can't allow you to stay here any longer. I can't allow you to stay here another moment. He said, why? Because you're entering into your time. He said, you're entering into your set time. You're entering into your appointed time. And God said that I'm getting ready to favor you. He said, I'm getting ready to put my hand on your life like you've never seen before. He said, I'm getting ready to put my hand on your life like you've never experienced before. God said, I'm getting ready to do some things in your life that you could not imagine. He said, I'm getting ready to blow your mind with miracles, signs, wonders, and mighty deeds. God said, I'm getting ready to show you that I am God in your life, and beside me there is no other. God is saying, I'm getting ready to show you that I'm the one, the true, and the living God, and if you put your trust in me now, you'll recognize that I've always been God in your life, and I know you had some rough times. I know you had somebody shout yes. So he's telling you, Get up. He said, get your mat. Because when you start on this journey, you're not coming back here. <laughs> he said, get up. He said, get, get ready to move. Because when you move this time, you're not coming back to that same place. When you move from shame this time, he said, you're not coming back to shame. When you move from guilt this time, you're not coming back to guilt. When you move from depression this time, you're not coming back to depression. He said, you're getting ready to pick up your bed and you're getting ready to go to the place that I've called you to. I want every person in the room under the sound of my voice to stand up on your feet tonight. And I just want you to begin to do as 
is a sign unto God that God I'm ready to move from out out from under this place that I've been in I just want you to just as a sign get up out of your seat I want you to take up your bed and I just want you to begin to walk I want somebody I want you to get up from out get come on get out from out behind those pews and I just want you to begin to walk move out in the aisles if you need to and show God that God this is a sign uh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, this is a sign that I trust you. God, this is a sign that I'm going to lean on you. God, this is a sign that I'm going to depend on you. God, whatever you're telling me to do in this season, I will not be ashamed to move. I will not be ashamed to walk. I will not be ashamed to trust you. God, I'm moving. I'm stepping into my time. And God, whatever that looks like, I'm ready for it. If that's you, if that's you, if that's you, come on. Lift those hands before me and say, God, I'm ready for it. God, I'm ready for you to open up doors. God, I'm ready for you to move in my life. God, I'm ready for you to heal broken places in my life. God, I'm ready for you to heal broken spaces in my life. God, I'm ready for you, God, to deliver. God, I'm ready for you to save and set free. God, I'm ready to trust you fully now because I know that at your word, if I be obedient to your word, you'll always prove to me that you are God. God, you are God in my life, and I trust you like never before. God, you are God in my life, and I lean on you now. You are God in my life, and I trust you more. I trust you more. I trust you more. I hear Proverbs 3. I hear Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. You got to get ready to move in this season because God is directing you. God is leading you. God is leading you. God is leading you. I hear you, Psalm 23. He said, I'm your shepherd. You shall not walk. He said, get behind me because I'm getting ready to lead you in the pathways of righteousness. God, lead your people. God, I trust that you're doing something in my life that I could never imagine. God, you're doing something in my life that I could have never dreamed of. I hear God speaking to your hearts tonight. And he's letting you know that the water is troubled. The water is stirred. The water is moving. And he said, now is your time to jump in the pool. Now is your time to get into the pool. He said, because I'm getting ready to pour some stuff out. Come on, Bethesda. He said, I'm getting ready to pour some stuff out over your life. He said, I'm getting ready to pour blessings upon you. He said, I'm getting ready to open up the windows and the portals and the doors of heaven. And I'm getting ready to pour out a blessing that you won't have room to receive. Somebody lift your hands and receive what God is pouring tonight. Come on, lift those hands and receive what God is pouring tonight. Father, we thank you for the outpouring. 
God, we thank you for the outpouring. God, even tonight, God, we trust, God, that you are pouring out your love on us, God. We trust, God, that you are pouring out your blessings on us, God. We trust that you are pouring out your miracles upon our lives, God. We've been praying. We've been crying. We've been fasting. We've been looking for you to do it. And, God, we just believe that we're stepping into our time. We're stepping into our time to see it. We're stepping into our time for destiny. God, we're stepping into our Kairos moment. God, you're getting ready to show us that you have always been God. Prove to us. Prove to us that you're a man of your word. Prove to us, God, that you won't leave us and you won't forsake us. Prove to us, God, that you will bless us abundantly, God. Prove to us. Prove to us that you're doing it in our lives. Mm. God said as a sign of your belief and a sign of your faith, many of you have stepped out and you have walked. God wanted me to tell you that he saw your steps. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you now. He said, he said that he saw your steps. And he said, every step that you took, you took into your destiny. He said, every step that you took, you, you took those steps into your next. He said, every step that you took, you took those steps believing and trusting that God, I'm, I'm just going to lean on you now. Take me out on the waters. Take me out on the waters. where my feet may fail, but they won't fail when I got you. When my focus is fixed on you, I can't lose. When my focus is on you, there's no way that I can be defeated. And so God is telling us tonight that you have stepped into your time. want to say congratulations because you just crossed over. <laughs> I want to say congratulations because you just crossed over. Uh, some of those things that you've been carrying, you're no longer going to have to carry. Some of those things that you've been doubting, God said, no more doubt. Those things that you've been in fear about, God said, no more fear. He said that I'm, I'm empowering you. I'm giving you the strength that you need. He said, I'm giving you everything that you need in this hour and in this moment because you have stepped into your time. It's your time. It's your time. Lift those hands. Father, thank you. And every person under the sound of my voice has entered into their season to see all that you have in store for them. God, we pray that the Prince of Persia have to let their blessings go. God, we pray, God, that you are sending your angels to go and grab that miracle for them. God, you're sending your angels to go and grab those blessings that has been held up. God, you're sending your angels to go and get every prayer that they thought was unheard. God said, I heard it.
said, I heard it. He said, I saw the tears. Yes. He said, I saw the tears. He said, I saw the sleepless nights. And he said, every prayer, it reached his ears and it gripped his heart. And he said, I'm moving on your behalf. He said, I'm moving on your behalf. God, we thank you. God, we thank you that we have stepped over into our time. Can we give God praise? Come on, can we give God praise? Hallelujah. That's, that's a cute pity pat. That's a cute pity pat. But watch this. God said, can you praise me like you already got what you've been praying for? How are you going to praise them when you get it? How are you going to praise them when it's in your hand? How are you going to praise them when you're walking in the blessings? How are you going to praise them when you're walking in the favor? Come on, how, can you just get, send your praise to another level? Can you send your praise to another place? God, we thank you tonight. Yes. Yes. We give you glory and praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. And in Jesus' name we thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do. time clap those hands thanks for listening to our podcast to find out more about us follow us on social media at starkville cog special thanks to those who generously support this ministry if you would like to give visit us at starkvillecog.com forward slash give and if you've enjoyed the podcast please subscribe thanks again for listening we'll see you next week